Like, what is it? Uh-uh. I'm never going to order a salad. Let's be clear. Good. Okay. I'm going to get steak. Good. I'm going to get pasta. Good. I'm going to eat. Good. You're going to get fries at the side. Listen. Not salad. I'm going to eat. I'm not going to tell. Mm-mm-mm-mm. No. That you want no. to that you're not hungry. No, no. I'm <laughs> not going to tell you that. Because if you tell me you're taking me on a date, best believe I, had, I didn't eat for breakfast and lunch. So, I'm ready for dinner. Just no. Just no. Hey my loves, welcome to another episode of Insync Toronto. It's your girl Oi, and I'm just so excited for today's episode. Listen, first of all, it's our very, very first ever one-on-one conversation. And I'm gonna just let her introduce herself. Um hi everybody. <laughs> My name is Ife. Some people know me as Ion Fair. Some people know mm. me as DCMD. Mm. Whatever. Pick your poison. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm 31. I live in the GTA. Um, I don't know. Co-founder of Feldos. Okay, co-founder of Feldos. Ife Rights. Ife Rights. She does a lot of things. She's yes. a creative. She also has a <laughs> podcast. And yeah, let's not talk about that. But um, I'm happy to be here to talk to you. I'm so happy that you're here. So, you know. Thank you for being here. I know we had a conversation prior and I told you, girl, we're going to go deep. And, you know, I I needed to just make sure that you were okay with going deep with this conversation. I'm an open book, so let's go. And I love it. So let's just get straight into it. Who is, I know you have a lot of names. People know as Ion Fair, Ife, is it GMD? (laughs) DCMD, don't cheese me, dog. Yeah. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. DCMG. Yeah, like, DCMD, don't cheese me, dog. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was an angry person in my university days. Oh, we're going to talk about that later, if you don't mind. Okay. But let's just go straight to Ayo Fair. Ife. Who is Ife? Honestly, who am I? Like, first, I'll say I'm a child of God Mm. um, before anything else. Um, I'm a lover. Like, I love deeply. I... um, I feel deeply like I'm a deep person, yeah. but I'm also like, I play a lot. Mm-hmm. I, my thing is like, it's never that deep. Mm-hmm. Everything is never that deep. I'm always yeah. going to laugh at myself when I'm in trouble, when something is tragic, it's the way I cope. Mm. But, um, I'm also creative. Like I mentioned, I write, um, a lot on like real experiences, things that I have gone through. Mm. Um, and I kind of mix it with like, fiction as well just so that i don't really need people to know what part is me and what part is and you know keep the mystery yes (laughs) i like um i sing um um what else do i do yeah and i just like i like to enjoy life really yeah that's good so you mentioned that you know laughing is a coping mechanism for you yeah and how long has that been a coping mechanism as long as I can remember. Like, mm. my laugh is loud and obnoxious. Mm. Some people find it irritating, but I really don't care. It's a beautiful <laughs> laugh, girl. <laughs> I don't care. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, I always just laugh. But I've only only I've only I've just started going to therapy, mm. actually, because I realized that I wasn't... <laughs> I wasn't okay. <laughs> but, yeah, you would never... Unless I tell you that I'm not okay. You never know. You never know. Yeah. 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 I really like that you literally just said it yourself without me even asking that yeah. you just started therapy. Yeah. So how is that going? Like what, if you don't mind sharing, what, what was the eye opener for you to realize, okay, or more if you need therapy, oh. but it takes that one thing, right? I mean, I've been knowing that I wanted, I needed therapy. Actually, the first time I went to therapy was in university in mm. 20... 12 or 2013 mm. and at that time therapy wasn't really like a thing for like black people for africans yeah, right it was like a taboo <clears throat> excuse me so um yeah that was when i first started mm. therapy or oh, they call they used to call it counseling actually because mm-hmm. school was terrible mm. um and the reason why i decided that okay you know what i needed therapy was 2020 was a difficult year for me we can get into that later yeah. but excuse me 2020 was a very difficult year for me um and 
Ah, uh, yeah, like getting out of bed was hard, right? So it was just like little things like that. And I would come online and I would like make people laugh and I would tell stories. I'm also a good storyteller, by the way. Oh, I know. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I know. So um, I remember there was a time when I woke up and I literally cried for like two hours. I even recorded myself crying. I know it's really sad, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I recorded myself crying. And I'm just like, I am not good. And um, you, I, started to, I started to like pinpoint like what were the underlining issues and what were the things that were making me sad. And it was more than sadness. It was depression. Like it was one of the things where I, like I was diagnosed with depression mm-hmm. in university actually. Wow. And this is going to be news to a lot of people and my parents. Hi, guys. But I did tell my dad that I was depressed um, in 2020. That was the first um, adult that I told that I was depressed. Yeah. And my dad, being an, a Nigerian man and being a pastor, didn't like tell me, oh, it is well, or like, oh, you'll be fine. It was more like, I got you. And yeah. wow. Okay, we just started. <laughs> That's why I had to go drink because I'm like, I can feel it coming. I'm going to just put this here. <laughs> so, um, and at the time, my sister was about to get married and I was having all these like uncle, um, aunties like asking me, oh, like, like, don't you think it's time for you to get married? And like, damn, <laughs> just like, I'm just like, bro, yeah. the thing that is paramount for me right now is getting a job, not a man. So all of this is not working for me. And my dad, honestly, I love that man so much. He literally put them in their place. I'm just going to say that. I love that. Until this day, nobody has come to ask me about any man. I love that. And in that moment, I was like, yo, that was such like a a dad thing for him to do. Um, And he's done other like dad things. But in that moment, I was like, wow, the emotional support and emotional security that I needed I got it from him. I wasn't expecting it. And I don't know. Something just told me to share with him that day. And I just did. And it's been great. And honestly, and you would think that he would, you know, check on me every day. But I told him, my daddy, I don't need you to message me every day and ask me how I'm doing. Once a week is fine. And he does just that. And I love that man. He's, he's a real one still. So yeah. Um, so after that, 2021 came and I just noticed some, patterns that were repeating and also like with person uh, my personality i did this personality test oh yeah thing. the traits thing yeah and basically <laughs> i have like this i think it's called an- anxious style or something like that and i also have a <laughs> fearful avoidance mm. yeah so i was like okay i need to be able to navigate different relationships in my life it's not just romantic relationships but like relationships with my friends my siblings even like with work and all of that. So, and there were some like traumas there, especially from like childhood and, and adolescence and teenage university. And so we're like dismantling all of those and unpacking yeah. those in yeah. therapy. So therapy, it's to helpful. answer your question, helpful. it's been intense, but it's been good. I would recommend anyone's with therapy. And my therapist is Nigerian. First of all, I want to hold your hands and just say thank you so much for being so vulnerable. I know Girl. you started, but listen, God got <laughs> you, and listen, God is in His presence. Okay, Amen. Yes. Amen. I okay. Before we go too deep, yeah. Because if not, we're gonna just start crying. Together <laughs> here. We need to tackle these questions <laughs> because we're both crybabies, and like I know. I'm gonna go to that place. Okay, but I want to just talk about your siblings really quickly. Okay, I can I just say, and I even have goosebumps just thinking about it like i love your relationship with your siblings you have two siblings it's like the way i see is you know your sister is your best friend and your brother is your baby that's your firstborn that's how i basically see the three of you and (laughs) you know as like as you always been like that have you guys always been that close no Mm. no so growing up we're never that close um and honestly like you you said my brother is like my firstborn. Not really, to be honest. Mm. Like, if anything, he's more my sister's firstborn than really? mine. Yeah. Wow. I just kind of carry my siblings on my head, and I talk about That's them. Good. I talk about them a lot, and yeah. like, 
in a conversation i've probably brought up my siblings like once or twice that's how like that's that's how much i love them i mean i might not show it um but yeah i i carry my siblings on my head like as you should i carry them on my head but um growing up yeah oh girl no (laughs) it was never like that um me and my sister we were not friends we did not like each other growing up um i would never guess that yeah we didn't like each other growing up um the age gap between me and my sister is what a year (laughs) a year three months and one week okay (laughs) it's the details for me (laughs) (laughs) so like the age gap isn't um sorry it's okay the age gap Mm. isn't um a lot yeah so there was always a lot of like comparison there was also a lot of comparison um and then the part where it's like um my sister is lighter skin than i am mm. my sister's lighter skin than i am and i'm dark my mom is light skin so my sister kind of took after my mom and i took after my dad but i'm not like not entirely right mm. so um i remember um someone said to me and i don't i can't recall how old i was but i remember hearing your sister is so beautiful and you you're just black like your daddy what and do you know why that just got to because i remember someone said that to you that on your sister's bridal shower and we both said not even just that statement a different statement and i remember we both said what right so someone actually right like yeah um and i know uh, and the thing is growing up a lot of um, them were like oh your sister used to just say this thing. Mm, you're black like my daddy. I'm like, listen. Yes, I know that kids talk, but she must have heard that somewhere else. Of course. I want to believe that she heard that somewhere. And I just, I kind of internalized that. Um, I didn't make it into a big deal because as a child, I was always, it's like, I was, I guess, everyone's friend. And I was such a people pleaser. And because of that, like, I remember, like, for as long as I remember, as a child, I was a people pleaser. I wanted everyone to like me because I thought that my sister was their favorite mm. and I would like bend over and backwards just to make everyone happy. Um, so I would say I am a recovering people pleaser. <laughs> wow. I still, I still have some of those traits, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I remember just that dynamic. I was a people pleaser. I didn't like my sister very much, but it wasn't her fault. But on the other hand, my sister was trying to get close to me. But because I thought she was a preferred one, I'm like, bro, don't touch me. Like, I remember instances in the car when we'll be driving home from, like, church or school. And she'll probably fall asleep on my shoulder. And I was just like, tell her to get off me. Right? And it got to a point where I I wanted to just be around my friends and my siblings. Um, With my brother, too, it's like, I didn't, I don't know, I just didn't like them. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I can't tell you why. Cause yeah, I don't, we don't know, know yeah. but I just know that I didn't like them. And then we moved here. Um, where did you move from? I'm sorry. We mo- oh, we moved from the UK. Hey, I had to ask <laughs> on purpose. Like, hey, come on. We moved from the UK and, um, that was when me and my sister started working on our relationship mm. and we became, um, better friends, better siblings. It wasn't easy. We had to have like a deep conversation. We sat on our dining room table and we talked about it and we both cried Mm. and we let it go. And um, yeah, so like my sister is like my first, oh, this is what happened today. And my sister is like, she's definitely one of my best friends, I would say. Mm. Um, She's definitely like my support system. My brother as well. Um, Like our, our, my relationship with my brother is not like my sister's but it is close. Mm. Like I know that I can rely on my brother for any and everything. Um, He's maybe he's not as like openly affectionate or like, like I get it. Like he's a dad, he's a husband. He, he works like he works and he also like tutors as well. So there's a lot on, on him as well. And I can understand the pressures and stuff, but I know that if I needed my brother for anything, he's there. I can reach out to him. Um, so yeah, like I love my siblings very much. Um, and I guess their spouses are an extension of them. So, and I love those, them as well very much. Like they're my people, they're my, 
siblings. So I wouldn't say I have one sister. I have two sisters. And I wouldn't say I have one brother. I have two brothers. So, so um, yeah, I love, like, my siblings. I love our relationship. Um, we have, like, a lot of inside jokes. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like, they're my people, for sure. I love that. Yeah. I, so I wanted to kind of ask, so, you know, growing up, you know, with your relationship with your yeah. sister then, when you guys were not really getting along, how did, did your parents try to, you know, you know, African parents, you know, they're mm-hmm. like, you know, you see, this is your family, you know, you have mm-hmm. to. So how did they deal with that? Did they try to bring guys together? Like, I don't recall that. If they did, I don't recall. I don't want to say they didn't and they did, yes, but I don't course. remember yeah. that. Um, um, But in a weird way, I would say that I see you that, you know, that was my brother and that was my sister. Yes. But. I just didn't show it. And I would say that that's probably one of the things that I regret. Mm. Never told them this, but <laughs> yeah, that's definitely one of the things that I regret. I, I wish we were closer. I wish that I didn't allow like other people and their, their project, their projections on me and our relationships, yeah. like alter my relationship with my siblings. Yeah. I, w- I definitely wish it was different, but hey man it is yeah. what it is at look at where you guys day. are now exactly everything happens for a reason you yeah know? exactly yeah. like i can literally just tell my brother oh are you guys home yeah okay i'm on my way yeah i like that and i like that yeah so how was life in the uk so where in the uk did you were you born in nigeria <laughs> well, so we we're born in nigeria left mm-hmm. nigeria when i was 14 right so i spent the first 14 years of my life in the uk nice. no in nigeria mm-hmm. i moved to the uk when i was 14 till nice. i was 18 then i moved to Canada, Canada when I was 18 and I've been here ever since mm. um living in the UK oh girl <laughs> it's different <gasps> oh my god it's different <laughs> so I remember um the first because we moved in like October and school starts in September mm. so my brother and my sister got into school early I didn't because they went to the Catholic school yeah. I got into like the general mainstream school and they couldn't find a spot for me. So I didn't start school till like November or something mm. like that. Or just de- either November like or like what time. Yeah. Like, or like early December. So it was really weird. And, uh, they kind of like grade you on like how it's, you know how they grade you on how yeah. smart you are. And if you're like in, so I got in into, um, year nine, if you were in year nine, a or year nine B, you were really smart. Yeah. And then the, the yes. overflow of year 9A and 9B where, where 9 was 9P. So I was in 9P. And it was, I was just like, this is not. They looked down on you. Literally. Yeah. They look so but down it's like, you. but we're, we literally did the same exam. There was just no space. Calm yeah. down. Like, mm-hmm. I'm smart like you. Yeah. Right. And then there was a lot of, oh, you're freshy. And I'm like, bro. No, it's the FOB. Listen. They'll say you're an FOB, fresh yeah, of the boat. Fresh of the boat. And I'm just like, your mom's fresh off the boat. What Bruh. do you mean? <laughs> Bruh. Like, I talk like your mom. What do you mean? And <laughs> you still understand me? You understand? <laughs> I'm like, bro, you sm- Like, I can smell the soup on your clothes. <laughs> Don't piss me off. Like, <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing talking about? Oh, oh my God. Nah. <laughs> it's doing the same food. Right. <laughs> so, um, I was only in that school for remainder of December and then the remaining of the term. Mm. Then year 10. Moved to a grammar school. Mm. Girl. I went to a very white grammar school mm. called Wilmington Grammar School for Girls. It's in like Dartford. Okay, like, well, Dartford after Dartford. Is, yeah. Yeah. Those sides are very. Yeah. yeah. Oh, girl. When I tell you my first day of school, I got in a fight. <laughs> Why? What happened? So basically. <laughs> <laughs> um, This girl, I don't know. She was just like talking asking me like all these like questions like oh where did i come from that do we wear shoes in where i come from that did i live in a hot December third and for some reason i had a picture of my house in nigeria so i should have it's like oh i'm a liar that i don't live there December third and she was going on and on and on and on i kid i don't know i just started to see red and i grabbed her by her hair and i yeah yeah did you get detention or were you suspended yeah. Because UK, it doesn't take them long. So they try to suspend me. Yeah, it doesn't take them long. But they just put me in detention. Yeah. With her. <laughs> and they told us to bond. Oh my gosh. Did you guys bond? No. <laughs> <laughs> but 
Let's fast forward a bit. Um, so you came here, you know, you have, you know, we go to the same church. So obviously I hear you every Sunday in the choir. Mm-hmm. You have a beautiful voice. First of all, before we get there, can you just, I need the, you know, what? the listeners to hear something. Just sing, even if it's a lullaby. A lullaby? It's anything that you can just think of. Just Before I go into your singing, <laughs> let them hear the gift okay. that God graced you with. Okay. Close your <clears throat> eyes. Let's feel it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice to worship you, oh, my soul, rejoice, take joy. No, your voice thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. literally can bring someone close to tears. Oh. Let me just let me just tell you that. That's really? how no, like it's very mesmerizing. Oh, like you. and it thinks that when I close my eyes and we're listening, I'm listening to you sing in church. I know it's your voice. I hear your voice mm-hmm. in the mic. I'm like, okay, that one is effect. Because you have mm-hmm. it's different. You know what's crazy though? I used to hate my voice. Why? Because <laughs> what? Because it doesn't sound you know, like when people my voice doesn't my voice is very distinct, like you said. Yeah. Right. So because of that distinction, I didn't like it because you know how everyone always does like these like riffs and runs and mm, like everyone has mm. this like R and B type voice. Yeah. My voice is Disney. Sis, have you seen Hallie? She's now on uh, I know. The my voice is very Disney. Like it's literally it gives like theater, it gives it has character. That's what my voice is. And that's because you're full of characters, sis. Her! Okay. <laughs> Listen. God gives gifts accordingly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. So, um, I only, I, 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 I probably only started liking my voice last year, to be honest. Wow. Well, you've been in choir for how long? <sighs> Since I was like five. And you only started liking your voice. Yeah. But then you lead, um, obviously House of Praise. You lead, um, Ignite. The choir. I used to lead Ignite. I'm not in Ignite anymore. Right. But then, yeah. then you used to like lead it. You still, yeah. Like it was a very like, it was a mixed like feeling. It's like I love it and then I hate it. And then I love it again, and then I hate it. So it was very like mm. up and down. So what what was the moment that made you now like your voice? Because you said last year, but what yeah. happened? Honestly, I feel like because when you hear my voice, you know it's me. Yeah, it doesn't sound like any other person's voice, and that's beautiful. And with other people, they all it's very like I'm not trying to throw shade or nothing, but like it's almost very like it sounds the same, very like generic or whatever. Yeah. My voice is very like distinct, like, and it used to irritate me when people were like, "Oh, your voice is so like soft, it's like a feather," and I'm just like, "Your face is like a feather." <laughs> <laughs> no, because they always used to say like an insult, like it felt like they were they were insulting me, right? So like, um, oh my god, I I was just like, okay, but it's like, yes, my voice can be soft, but it's also very powerful as well, and it's very like when you hear my voice, you know, it's my voice. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I just like. I just started embracing like parts of me as well. It's like also last year I started getting weight again, girl. So I was like, listen, we're gonna love this body at this weight because I can't look at myself. I can't die. I'm gonna buy clothes for this size. Exactly. I'm not going to say, oh, when I lose weight, I'm-. no. Mm-mm. If it's not fitting, I will give it out. It's exactly. okay. There's no point. Exactly. So I just started liking like different parts of me. Mm. Um. So I fall in love with my talking voice, mm. and. Um, yeah, so I just started like, like I have to be like intentional about like liking myself and liking everything about me. Yeah, things that make me me. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's so good. And I want to thank you for that. I want to kind of go to 2020 because mm-hmm. I know that was one of your toughest. <sighs> it was a tough year for you. Yeah. You know, and I think one you inspired me in 2020, mm-hmm. like your faith and your 
hope. Like the way you held on to God because you were going through, like, you know, you looking for a job mm-hmm. and regardless of everything, you are still the happy fair. Yeah. You are still going to church, happy, yeah. smiling. Yeah. So talk to me about your relationship with God and how you still hold on. Like, cause 2020, like, you know, talks like, I want to know a little bit about what happened to you in that year and how, you know, how did God help you and come through for you? Right. So 2020 was, I mean, I feel like 2020 was hard for a lot of people. Oh yeah. Um, they, you know, the pandemic hit mm-hmm. and in 2020, I was already kind of struggling with like, I probably said I've been struggling with my mental health for as long as I can remember. Yeah. Um, but because I'm just this like energetic person, and it's one of those things where it's like, I'm very like high functioning, even when like, I'm just like, this needs to get done. This is to get yeah. done. So I could do that. But then 2020 happened and like all the things that I was getting done, I couldn't do. Mm. And so I had to like deal with all the emotions. Oh my God. That was, oh, it was so disgusting. It was so hard. Like, oh gosh. Like just thinking about it. Just, yeah. it was so hard. Like. I, it was almost like, you know, when you place your value in like what you do and when that's taken away from you, you feel like you're a failure. Mm. It was one of those. Mm. It's like, I wasn't working. I thought that I was like, oh my God, like and I was thinking, oh, my siblings are not going to, they're not going to respect me. Like, so I was just like projected all these like insecurities yeah. onto like how my siblings will like, you know, um, treat me, treat you. but it wasn't the case. Mm. And because of that, I was, I felt like I was working on like eggshells as well, but nobody put the eggshells there. I put the eggshells there. Right. Um, but then that's the thing we like with anxiety, like all these things that are not necessarily true. You think they're true and you project them on the people around you. So there was a lot of that. Um, and in terms of like holding on to like, um, God, it was only like in service that I was able to do that because there were days when I woke up and I couldn't pray. And I would just cry and be in bed. And the times when I got the energy, I'm like, oh, let's go and get more money. Let's go and do some Instacuts. Yeah. And then I'll come home. But like the only thing that I would say like was service. And that was the only thing that got, got me to get up. Mm. I kid you not. That was the only thing that got me to get up. Till this day, it's still one of the only things that gets me to get out of bed. So like I can have like three days where I literally, all I'm doing is I'm in bed. The only time I'm getting up is to go pee not even shower or brush my teeth mm. to go pee. And if I remember to eat mm. other than that, I'm sleeping. And then the only thing that gets me, okay, we got to get up. Yeah. Like, oh, you're scheduled on Friday. Okay. Fair. Then I can give myself the pep talk. It's yeah. like, you got this. God's got you, you know, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Yes. All of these things. Other than that's like, that's the only thing that gets me up. And then once I'm on that high of service, I'm then able to like transition into doing other things. Mm. Like I'm still able to like, you know, wake up and do my devotion and pray and all those things when I get that. And, um, it's not ideal, but yeah. Hey, it's what it's how it is. Sometimes if yeah. I'm being honest, it's how it is sometimes. Yeah. And I don't want to be this person like with my friends, especially that's always talking about how they feel really sad. So I most likely wouldn't talk about it. And you know, you hear people say, oh, you know, we're here for you and all of that. You know, I'm here for you if, mm-hmm. if you want to talk. I mean, I hear you that you're here, but I'm not going to do that mm-hmm. because I know you're going through your own stuff and I don't want to be that person that is such a burden. And people are going, oh, but like, you know, you're never a burden. Yeah. Everyone hears that and everyone is, it's so, it's now, a cliche thing it's so say. easy for everyone to say, you're not a burden. Yeah. You can talk to me, this, that, and the third. Can I really? Hmm. Hmm. Mm can i really though question mark can i really Hmm. and when i talk when i want to come talk and the thing is because i'm very cognizant that everyone is going through their own issues and so even in the off chance not the off chance but in the in the chances where you know i do talk to you and i do lean on you and when like anxiety creeps up and i tell you that i feel like i'm being a burden Mm. don't get mad at me for that don't get mad at me for that and be like oh but I'm here for you. Why do you still feel like you're a burden? Yeah. Reassure me that I'm not a burden to you. Mm. But a lot of people lack that um, intelligence. intelligence and that tact. It's like if someone is telling you that they feel like they're a burden to you, you it's probably the anxiety talking. Yeah. It's, it's probably a cry for help. Thank you. But like, 
hey man there's there's layers to that but um really and truly at the end of it all like yes i had god but i also had my community i had people that held me down i even wrote a piece about it because these people held me down like Mm. you can't do life alone Mm. you literally cannot do life alone when people want to talk about like nobody's saying don't be an independent person but you need a tribe you need people you need a village village, right like all these oh i can do i don't need anybody only god's got that's good that god's got you but god put people in your life to you yeah right to help you as well because god is not going to physically come down from heaven and hold your hand Mm -hmm. he's not Mm -hmm. right so um yeah it was definitely like god used the people around me to lift me up the days when i didn't feel like um going yeah yeah they held me down that's i'm really happy that you have your village yeah because i see you always post your village yeah. and is i'm like yeah these are people that were down for if yeah. and i want to talk a little bit about your mental health because i know you mm-hmm. said you obviously diagnosed with depression when yeah. you were younger yeah. um and you didn't tell anybody about it not even your family until like when you told your dad mm-hmm. recently so how did you deal with that? And how do you still deal mm. with your, you know, you're working now. Thank God you're in a much better place. Girl, I haven't worked out in a long time, but hey, we bless God. <laughs> no, but it's like, you know, you're working, mm-hmm. like your job, everything. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, it's definitely better than mm-hmm. 2020. Mm-hmm. But how have you dealt with, you know, your depression? Mm-hmm. Especially when you didn't tell anybody about it. Mm-hmm. Like, what did you do? Because this can help someone mm-hmm. that's actually listening yeah. or watching. So initially when, so I knew about it since what, 2013 and I didn't see anything about it to anybody per se. Like some of my friends knew, but we didn't really like go into detail about it. But I only told my dad in 2020, um, how did I deal? Girl, I don't know. I don't, I don't even have an answer. Like, how do I deal now? I lit literally like like I said there are days where it's hard to get up yeah. it is hard to get up and thankfully like I talk to my sister yeah. I talk to my sister pretty much every day mm-hmm. and if the days that I don't call her she doesn't call me I'm like why didn't you call me today <laughs> like, why didn't you call me today but the days when she calls me yeah. she can sometimes sense she's like what's going on I'm like I don't I don't yeah. feel good She's like, what do you need? Or do you want to come over? I'm like, I, I can come over after, whatever, whatever. I can just be at her house or whatever. Or my friends can, <laughs> my friends, there was, a, there was a time that I was so down in it. And I also don't like to say my depression because I don't know. It's almost like claiming something, but I was in, I guess, in a depressive state. And one of my friends, you know who you are um shout out to you <laughs> um he's actually my best friend to be honest Aww. he literally came to my house tidied my room for me i was sleeping the whole time tidied my room and just waited till i woke up and <laughs> until this is sometimes i think about it i'm just like wow these people love me like, even when I don't feel like Ooh, doing life. Shout out to you, friend. Listen, shout out to you, Pascal. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and he literally just yeah. tidied my room for me. And it was, I was just like, nah, this. Yeah. Yeah. And this is on a platonic level as well. So how much more do you think I expect in a romantic relationship? Exactly. When like Your my platonic friends, literally my platonic friends literally carry me, support me. And the thing is, I know that we're talking about my mental health and all of that, but it's not one sided. It's vice versa because there are times that where my friends have been down yeah. and they've needed me and I've been there yeah. been present for them. Um, so I'm like, this is like what I'm used to. One man will now come and just say that, oh, you, it, it is well. You're, got, you're gonna be fine. No, it is well. He's like, very funny. Girl. Yeah. Like, no. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how I do it. I journal. Nice. Um, I sometimes try to go out for fresh air. I practice um mindfulness. Nice. 
first time I heard, I said, "What's that? What's all this?" But it does. So even if it's just like me going outside and feeling like if it's sunny, feeling the sun yeah. on my skin, mm-hmm. like it reminds me that you're still here. Yeah. Or like just even like if you've noticed, I don't know if you've noticed, but like throughout this, because I was anxious a bit, I was like feeling my my um what do you call yeah. these my fingers. My fingers. It's like okay, you're you're okay. Like you are. Mm-hmm. That's another way that I practice uh, mindfulness yeah. and it's just, just like little things even sometimes when I'm on stage at church I want to run off Ooh. girl nobody uh, be no, no exactly. I want to I want to run off so I just like move my feet around it's like you're okay like you're, still here. you're here like you're fine you're good yeah. right um so those are the things that have helped me stay like grounded and um you're still here you're good yeah. like you're okay like you're fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. And honestly, like God has really carried me. Mm. Um, yeah. And the time, the, the times when I get the, the urge to pray at like random places, I do. Yeah. I do. And in a very like, that's not weird, but like, I guess a miraculous way. I don't realize when I feel better, mm. but then, Maybe like hours have gone. I'm like, oh, okay, right. And the thing is that people always feel like people are depressed because of something that they don't have. Mm. But you can have every single thing. Traumatic incidents make people depressed. And it alters how your mind and how your brain functions. Mm. And Nigerians are not ready for that conversation. But hey, man. I really feel like Nigerian (laughs) community, you know, I don't want to say they, we, because we're Nigerian. Yeah. We need to do better mm-hmm. when it comes to depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. and honestly, just being, just being open mm-hmm. to, you know, talk about mental health. Because, like, yeah. I have anxiety. I told my mom about it. She was like, God forbid. You never have. Girl. I'm like, mom, yes, God forbid. God but forbid. let's face the reality yeah. right now. Yeah. So, honestly, I think we, we need to mm-hmm. do better. And I'm just so happy that, you have your community. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you, Pascal, because yeah, you've laid that foundation for her. Yeah. So <laughs> come and just do anyhow. Okay. <laughs> so thank you, thank you. <laughs> I want to talk about you know, and I I know I asked you for your consent about this. So yeah. I'm happy you agreed. So thank you mm-hmm. um, for anyone that's going to say, "Oh, that's too deep." <laughs> I asked. Okay. Um, you know, you are obviously the oldest out of your siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, and both your siblings are married. Your brother has mm-hmm. two beautiful kids. They're so cute. They're so adorable. Yeah. And your sister's a newlywed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, do you feel that pressure from... I know you spoke about it a little bit earlier, mm-hmm. about your dad setting them straight. Mm-hmm. and Real G. Real, real G. G. Real G. <laughs> but it's literally like, do you feel, even though your dad set them straight, do you still feel that pressure or that look from people that... Are, the oldest and you know all of that stuff Mm -hmm. i do i do and sometimes it's not even like like at the end of the day like i know it it comes from a good place yeah but shut up respectfully period Period. um oh how's your sister don't worry you own a car i hate that one how's your brother and the children so we're gonna come out it's right soon Auntie, you have rice at your house. Eat rice in your you. house. Like, don't, don't, don't stress me. Don't stop asking me questions. And it's sometimes it, it's almost like they feel like you don't have the desire to be with, mm. some, with, with, with um somebody. Mm. It's like I do have the desire, but I'm not gonna settle just so you can eat rice. Period. Who even said you're going to be invited? <laughs> Nobody said that though. So, <laughs> so it's very, it's very annoying. And yeah. so I just always say, Haha. I'm like, thank you, Auntie. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. But it's very irritating. And the same thing with like my weight. Hmm. I'm going to tell you a story. So there's one time somebody, one uncle like this was hmm. telling me that I gained weight. And I say, haha, uncle, so as your wife. But listen, bass, boss, beast, beast. Okay, you give the bass, you get the boss. Because like, simple. what was the reason? Right. What did he say when he said that? He didn't say anything. Because what can you say? Like, what can he say though? 
And because I said it, like, I was, I, I was, te- I, yeah, way. I said it in a jokey way. Yeah. I yeah. respect that. No, you gotta put these, listen, you gotta put these uncles and aunties in their places you respectfully. Do. Because do. if you don't, they're gonna, like, what treat you them? like trinkum on that shoe. <laughs> And I'm not a chewing gum on the shoe, You're okay? I'm not a chewing gum on the shoe. Do you get it? <laughs> yeah. So it's like, nah, you gotta serve your heart sometimes. Yeah, it's true. And I know people always be like, oh, you know, Christian thing, like you don't, you don't necessarily excuse me. You don't necessarily have to like talk, say that, like just let it go. No, no. There's some things. Hi, Elsa, that. bro. There's some things. I know Michelle said like, when, they, when they go low, you go high. Yeah, cool. Sometimes when they go low, you go low. Bro, I go underground. Okay, you go low. With I go them. underground. But God just, forgive me, but they be trying me. <laughs> I want to kind of just go back to that question because, did because like I was obviously that your sister's mm-hmm. wedding. You were so, like, listen, that was also your wedding deal, okay? Let's girl. Because mm-hmm. you were yes, girl. And I love that you were singing when she was walking down the aisle. Yeah, that was so. We almost, we told ourselves not to cry. And you then, did well. You didn't cry. I didn't cry, but there was a moment when she was walking out. She looked at me, and we both looked away because oh we saw God. the tears. I'm like, nope, no, we're not crying. Because I was so proud of you. Because you, you actually did. I'm a cry baby. Because I was expecting <laughs> overflow. Yeah, no. <laughs> but you did. But you kept saying you were like, I haven't cried yet. I haven't. I'm I like, know. I'm till so the proud speech came. You. I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, no, I, I. The thing is. I love my sister very much and she's been through situations with men, Mm -hmm. Toronto men. They're different species, but God sent her a very nice package of a human being. Um, and so I was genuinely like happy for it. I remember one time she, I think we were going somewhere and just, I literally just said, I'm just, and then you start crying, crying. I'm like, I'm just so happy for you that you found your person. And she's looking at me like, (laughs) <laughs> I was doing this like, one. I'm very much more I'm very emotional when it comes to like my siblings and finding yeah. love and their persons and all of that right so like I was genuinely happy for her but I, I was that. also very like anxious because I knew people, people were gonna exactly I had there was somebody that she hasn't really spoken to me in a very long time very very long time like living in Nigeria a long time mm. But as soon as my sister gets again, she now messages me that, hmm, I want to talk to you about something. No. Go you talk to your husband coming. and your children. Don't talk to me. You know what's coming. One of them actually asked me that, don't you think you are the age to get married? And I feel like, <sighs> sorry, ma, you that are married, where is the marriage? Okay. When they go low, if it goes I'm, underground. <laughs> <that> big. <laughs> I'm just saying, oh like, like obviously, yeah. like, I, I I didn't tell her that, but it's like, come on, like, yeah. when you're asking people these questions, did you think before you asked think them the questions? Think about how they're going to feel. Exactly. Like, think about, Yeah, it's not a, just about me turning the other eye. You two, if you're feeling something, you two, turn the other, turn your mouth. You don't have to talk. If you're thinking about it, pray for me. When you, and that's yeah. it. When you think about it, just pray just for me. Yeah. That's it. Like, you don't don't come and yeah. talk to me about anything. Same thing is like when my sister got married, people are asking me if she's pregnant. I'm like, go ask her that question then. No. Did you either put the pregnancy inside there? <sighs> it's just like stupid yeah. things like that. It's very they irritating. Think. They really don't. They don't think. They really don't. I mean, I, I champion for my sibling. Good. You don't know, someone, if you say one thing, I've told you ten. Yeah. You get it's like, so don't even try it. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's very, it's very annoying, but yeah. Yeah, man. I'm happy that you didn't let those things get to you and yeah. you put them to the side, not yeah. even to the side, you, 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 you garbage them so you can yeah. actually be happy for your season yeah. because we're human, right? It's normal for you to let those things get in your head yes. and then before you know it, there's resentment. Oh yeah, for sure. So I'm happy that that wasn't your story mm-hmm. and I pray that would never be your story. Amen. No. So I want to kind of talk about <laughs> dating girl you've kind of been open about (laughs) dating like when you go on dates uh, yeah but open on my close friends open on your close i know yeah i was was on it (laughs) (laughs) i was so i remember i messed i was like oh my gosh gosh." and i took you guys on the journey i was on that date with you like i I was like what's coming next oh he got me this Mm. but how's dating for you dating is in the mud Uh, yes 
Um, and this winter, there's more girl, than a lot of more down. Do here. you actually understand? It's soon gonna turn to like slush and all of oh that. But gosh. yeah, dating is not um it's not it's not it. <laughs> it's not for the week. It's not it. Like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't know what else to say, yeah. but it's not it. Like, I always just find that men like the idea of who i am like this like oh she's so bubbly this that but honey listen half the time i'm in my bed i'm not i'm not as yeah as you know bubbly as you i'm not as bubbly as you think i am i'm dealing with a lot like yeah. i'm literally fighting like there's a yeah. battlefield in my mind that i have to fight all the time so it's like it's not yeah <laughs> do you feel like people not even just guys mm-hmm. like just people in general they see this bubbly side to you and they think you're never serious do you feel like people judge yeah. you as like an unserious person they think i'm an unserious person but i'm not about to prove to my to anybody that i'm a serious person blank period if you can't get to if you can't move past the Social jokey and oh, she's always laughing mm-hmm. and oh, she's so loud and she, her personality is too big and all of this nonsense that they just be spewing from their dirty mouths. <laughs> dirty, stinking <laughs> mouth. Then, hey, man, it's not, it's not my, it's not my place yeah. to, yeah. to, I like that. To change your mind. I'm not yeah. doing that. I used yes. to do that. I'm not doing that anymore. I'm too grown for that. Yeah. I'm 31. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't have time for so that. So aside from the age part, what made you stop, you know, doing that? Like you want to change, you want to try and prove that you're not. Because it's exhausting. Yeah, it's exhausting because if I try to act in a certain way mm. so that you pick me, mm. um, then when do not when do I now go back to my normal self? Exactly. And then you're not telling me that oh you change. Oh, quite didn't change you. This is just yeah, the real me. The real. You get less packaged. <laughs> <laughs> and so for me it's like oh my yes gosh. i just want to be my authentic self yes. and if you can't accept me bye like so long bye-bye honey yeah. like i don't i don't have time but obviously like i do want to be and it's not just that i do it's just it's not just that i want to date i want to be married yeah. right like i want to have my person so that I can actually like relieve my friends from, <laughs> <laughs> and you will see. <laughs> so for me, it's like okay, yes, this is a desire of mine, yeah. but like I'm not going to just accept nonsense Dude. because I want to be. You're not desperate. I'm really not desperate, honey. I am not desperate, and for me, it's like if you can't make my life better than it is, mm-hmm. there's no point. Yeah, because my my friends make my life colorful. My life is better because my friends are in there oh. in my life. So if my life can't be better because you're in there, yeah. there's no point. Yeah. Right. Course. And I'm a catch. Like, excuse me. I'm a whole vibe. I'm a, more. a whole Do you know what I'm You get bigger than a cat. Do you understand? First of all, you get beauty. Come on. Okay. You first now get brains. You get Come it. On. You not get tender loving care. Uh uh-uh. uh. You get it. You not get comedy. Ah. You not get talent. Oh come on. And you face. can you make the baddest meat pie. Come. Add your meat pie. Person uh, will eat meat pie. Die. In fact, chin chin. meat pie and coke. Come on. Meat pie and tea. Come on. Meat pie and coffee. Come on. It is meat pie. Chin chin <laughs> and cereal. <laughs> you get it. Chin chin. You get it. For breakfast and dessert. Oh my! It will eat. It will eat. <laughs> so funny. Shout out to Oh my god. So for me, it's like, hey man. At yeah. the end of the day. And like I use like I use humor to cope with yeah. everything. Yeah. Any small thing. Ah. And sometimes like my humor can be dark. Mm. <laughs> it can be really dark. I like that you know about that. You take oh, ownership. It can be really dark. Yeah. And it's only like certain friends that get it. And if yeah. you tell a lot of people, it's like, that is so dark. That why you say that? Oh do- ah, I'm not that deep now. It's really not life is not it's not yeah. It's not going to so end. yeah, I, I had to like I have to show up as myself. Yeah. And if myself isn't good enough for you mm. then you're not good enough for me period and also the, there's also another aspect of like dating as a big girl mm. Mm, i want to know about that mm. 
do you feel like when you guys when you go out you have to watch what you're ordering or like what is it uh-uh i'm never gonna order a salad let's be clear good okay i'm gonna good. get steak good <laughs> i'm gonna get pasta good i'm gonna eat good you're gonna get fries at the side listen not salad. i'm gonna eat i'm not gonna tell no that you want no. to know that you're not hungry no no i'm <laughs> not gonna tell you that because if you tell me you're taking me on a date best believe i, I didn't eat for breakfast and lunch <laughs> so i'm ready for dinner just no just no but like dating as a big girl is very sometimes it's just like this thing in your head you're like oh um maybe if i like lose weight maybe like men will like me more wow but, girl it's such a it's such a and then people will say oh but you feel you're not even big but it's like i might not look big because i'm not like i don't look like your stereotypical plus size mm. right but i can't shop in regular size mm. i wear uk size 18 mm. But like people say, oh, you don't look it. I'm like, yeah. I don't look it because maybe I have like the, I have my proportions are it's in the very, right places. yeah. Or like my portion is very like figure 80 or whatever mm. you want to call it. But I'm a big girl. Mm. Right. So it's very exhausting sometimes. Yeah. And when and I have stomach, yeah. <laughs> Since we all do. I have stomach. So it's very like, it's very exhausting because yeah. even sometimes you just hear how like certain men talk about like women and their bodies. And you're just like, Ugh. sexualize them too much and that's why most times i actually wear a lot of baggy tops i'm like don't sexualize me it's actually like it's a lot yeah. so dating as a big girl is another thing but i typically i typically only go for people that are attracted to me mm. if you don't manage me no you can't say oh you're not really my type okay if i'm not your type then leave me alone yeah because then that's how you're going to tell me if I'm just eating something. Oh, you shouldn't eat that. Yeah. No, you should no, watch your like, weight. Should you be eating that? That's how they do it. Should you be should speaking? You, should you? Are you Sh- sh- should you be breathing right now? Bruh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so it's very like, it's very exhausting. And like coupled with like body dysmorphia. Like, oh my God, do I, am I, am I big? Because sometimes I think I'm bigger than I actually am. So there's that. It's a lot, girl. Being a woman oh, is a lot. It's, it's it's being a woman this is not for the weak okay? listen god make the right people women that's how i was saying that if if there was this whole like reincarnation thing if it was real if it was to come back i'm not coming back as a woman no. i'm not even coming back as a man back as? a cloud <laughs> initially i said tweety like i was going to come back as a bird you know tweety yeah the bird i was going to initially come back as her or him is he a her or him i don't Who's know her her, a her yeah. yeah, I was gonna come back as Tweety, but I was like, uh uh-uh, uh, I'm gonna come out as a cloud. So you, you know why? I stay there, and you know why? Because you know, I cry a lot. So when I want to cry, rain, it will rain, just be raining, 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 and then when I'm happy, sunshine, yeah, <laughs> best. You I get like the way you put it, though. you see, I like that. You see, <laughs> 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 oh my gosh, no, but. To kind of wrap things up a little mm-hmm. bit, because I could sit here and just talk to you for yeah, like girl, same till daybreak. Yeah, girl, what's next for Ife? You, you have Ife right, and mm-hmm. I think if you, I don't know if you stop, but you need to continue. She hasn't stopped. Good. I have pieces. Good. I just have because those them things yet. are strong. My favorite piece so far is take care. Mm-hmm. I love take care because it's literally like how I interpreted it was like if you want to cry, cry. Yeah. It's okay to f- like basically feel the emotions. Mm-hmm. Just as long as you're taking care of yourself, mm-hmm. like you're come, you come first, mm-hmm. basically. So, yeah. what's next for you? So, um, I'm actually working on releasing like a poem booklet. So, some oh, of my best poems, I'm going nice. to put them in a like exclusive. A, her. <laughs> put them in like nice. an ebook, I like or that. I don't know. I don't know if I want it to be printed mm. or like be an ebook yet. I'm mm. still. De- Debating, yeah. but picking some of my best pieces and i'm asking all my friends what are their best pieces yeah. and it's not the same for everybody mm. some people like take care some people like deal some people love black like my daddy mm. some people like like a sister to me so it's yeah. like do it's i just different. put everything at this point yeah because it all caters to different people mm-hmm. so yeah and there's the one i wrote on grief and the one about mm. like falling in love mm. i think that was my that one did numbers the one oh, that one did not. People didn't know that it was me that wrote it. Wow, the falling I, in love. The falling in love one is like, I hope that you catch me when I fall. I don't even remember what I wrote, girl, but I wrote something. Wow. And people were kept sharing it. And I was like, that's my stuff. Yeah. And people were like, I was like, oh, thank you for it. Like, oh, you wrote that? I'm like, yeah. They're like, 
yeah. I don't just play. I write. You write too. Uh. Excuse me. <laughs> so, so yeah, I definitely have other pieces that I am working on. Mm. I'm currently I'm working on um a piece that like I keep seeing my brother in my dream. Like I oh we have another brother that passed away. Yeah, so so I guess it's on grieving as well. So I'm working on that one right now. Um, yeah, so I'm working on that, and I don't know. There might be something to do with singing. We'll just have to wait a- and see. Hey, but if you don't mind, if you're open, mm-hmm. you know, when did your brother pass away? Whew. Um, I was ten at the time. Mm. So if I was born in ninety one, I was ten in two thousand and one. Yeah. So I think he passed in 2001. Wow. Yeah. So it's nice that you still carry his memory. Oh, yeah. Around. I oh, like yeah. that. Yeah. And I see him a lot in, like, my nephew. Oh. Yeah. So I, yeah. And if you ask my mom, my mom has four kids. She doesn't have three. Mm. Yeah. So there's, like, I can never, ever forget him. Yeah. Um, And there's also trauma, like, that I'm dealing with as well, with that as well. Mm. Oh, girl. Yeah. But, um, yeah, therapy is good. Get therapy, guys. Go Therapy's to therapy. Really <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I honestly I wanted to go into that, but I'm like, mm. I'm gonna just not be too Yeah. Inner. I'm not gonna be too inner. Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna be too inner, okay? <laughs> Let me just respect the privacy. It's so confidential. Um but let's just play a quick game. Let's go. Let's, let's just go. Release the tension. Because okay. I just cried. I shared a small tear. <laughs> and I'm a I'm a hard baby. We don't cry. But it's okay. Like, <laughs> like Take Care said, feel the emotion. It's okay to feel cry. It. It's okay, okay to cry. But I'm going to get you to pick one card. It's Christian culture. Mm-hmm. Just read what it is and we can just talk about it real quick. Okay. If you don't like it, we can always choose another card. Let's choose another one. It's a question about Bible. I don't know too I mean, to like, I don't mind this, but I, I want to see if there's an okay. interesting one. Yeah, of course. Okay, do you believe people must go to physical churches or can an online church be a good substitute? Damn, B. I'll let you take this floor because you're the guest. (laughs) (laughs) Personally, Mm. I feel like physical churches are essential for that community. Mm -hmm. Um, I understand that, you know, during COVID, like online churches, like, it blew. It blew. But I feel like for that community, for that, um, yeah, it's mostly for community, for like, I guess, Christians would say fellowship with the brethren. Mm. Uh, but it is community, right? Yeah. Um, it's very essential. Yeah. And for me, especially because I serve in my church, mm. just like my favorite part of, my favorite day of the week is Wednesday mm. when I have rehearsals. And then, so it's not just rehearsals, like, yeah. we're gisting, you're catching up with people yeah. and all of that. So, um, yeah, so if 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 not for, like, okay, yeah, it's good to, you know, you know, corporate prayer is always good and all of that. But for me, personally, I really love the community yeah. um, of um, physical churches. And mm-hmm. it, I don't know, it keeps me accountable in yeah. a way. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I think. I'm honestly with you. Like, mm. online churches definitely work. It's, you know, mm. COVID showed that it actually yeah. can work. Yeah. But I think physical church, it, you feel the presence more. Mm-hmm. You're more focused. Because mm-hmm. let me come alive. When I'm watching church online, Girl. I'm frying egg and planting on one side. Girl, I'd while be pastor sometimes. is preaching. Right. Or oh, I'm cleaning the mm. house. Uh, and, yeah. and I'm like, okay, we sit down. Just spend yeah. these two hours. You know? Exactly. So, for that reason, I think physical is way more yeah. important if you're someone that gets distracted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can just play church and just be sleeping. Same. My mind is mm-hmm. going into my ears when I'm sleeping in my dreams. Same. Same. And it's bad. I'm sorry, Same. Pastor. Same. It's really bad. God, God forgive us. God forgive we are sinners. But <laughs> <laughs> yes. But so yeah, no. This is great. You know, I want to just say thank you. Thank you thank for you having me. Thank you for being so open. Because you honestly didn't owe me that, but you were willing to be open, not even just for me, but for the viewers and the listeners. Because you know, you definitely touched at least one person. Aww. You, you know, you really because you touched me, sis. Okay, even your friend. Has I touched, touched me. me too. 
no, this is a great <laughs> way to start one on one, and I'm just so happy that it was with you. And <sighs> thank you, thanks, girl. Yeah, we're, we're gonna just wrap it up. You know, sign out your name, business. What do you want to know about you? Oh, hi guys. <laughs> <laughs> because you can sing, my name you is can sing the wrap up, Sha. And uh, I don't <laughs> sing. <laughs> my name is Ife. You can find me on Instagram. Mm. Ife underscore. Um, no, that's a lie. <laughs> so we will link it below. Yes. <laughs> so it's Ife A. So I F E E dot A. Um, my writing page is Ife Writes underscore. Um, what else? Feldos. I guess you can follow Feldos. <laughs> um, and yeah, please don't. Whatever I see online that I write, I mean, that I post on my page, take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> I'm not a serious person. Okay, and if you want to get to know me, if you want to shoot your shot, shoot your shot well, or go home. Period. Point blank. Period. <laughs> and it's your girl Oni. Thank you so much for watching. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. And if you want to see more of Ife, just you know, just send us a message, and we'll bring her back for part two. Sis, okay. Uh, on that note, it's always love and light here. Thank you so much. Bye. Girls like us, we don't wanna trouble me, no one knows.